This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Christmas Day, I'm used to waking up watching basketball, but uh, um, th- this Christmas we'll be playing football. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's anytime I can play in front of people, um, and, you know, you're, you're one of the only games on TV, it's always going to be fun. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. Um, you know, like I said, always watching basketball, I know how those guys felt. It's an honor to play on Christmas, you know, so uh, the fact that we're able to, uh, I'm looking forward to it. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G with you on a Thursday at his Festivus, tomorrow Christmas Eve, Thursday, uh, Friday, excuse me, Saturday, Christmas Day. Hope everyone out there is traveling and, and hanging out with us this morning is, is having a good one and a good holiday to come. So we have NFL games coming up on Christmas, and we also have an interesting Survivor Weekend. Let's talk through that. And I do yeah. believe we have to get into the idea of a uh, short underdogs money line round robin we might throw out there for this weekend. So we'll get to all that coming up next. About 20 minutes from now, we will talk about the NBA for Christmas, uh, and then we'll have our guy at Egros at 11, and Chuck Esposito will join us about an hour from now. So let's talk about Christmas here. So a pair of Christmas Day games coming up. We have the Browns and we have the Packers for 30 game. Seven and a half is the number the Packers are favored by at home. And then we have the Colts and the Cardinals. We just heard from Kyler Murray there who's going to play on Christmas night. And that line has dropped now to one and a half. Boy, where do you think that's going by kickoff? Let's let's just start there because we Kyler, we brought up, we came back with Kyler and we brought the line up here. So Colts are now one and a half point underdogs. This started at what? Two and a half? Came down to two. Now to one and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a pretty strong indication. I don't know that it's all about what happened on Saturday and reacting to right. the end of the Patriots winning streak. I think it's just how people feel about the Colts overall right now. People are so hot on them. And I don't, that doesn't make me feel great as a futures ticket holder i mean we've been talking about the colts for a month that they're gonna they're a team that could do something um if you were looking for some value but it's amazing how much things have changed in a matter of two weeks everybody's power rankings it was arizona number one and now for us they're they're outside the top five and well so is indianapolis but they have a chance to to, uh, break back into that man cardinals are playing so bad right now this spot wise Seems like smash spot for Arizona off a terrible loss. One of the worst losses we saw all season. Second worst, according to the point spread last week against Detroit. Against the Colts, their biggest win of the year. Prime time. They take down Belichick off the bye. Just spot-wise, it's all Arizona. But the sense of what's happening with these two teams, the Colts are one of the hot teams right now. And the Car- the uh, Cardinals are ice cold. And let's not forget about some of the players that they're missing, too. And they did not look good last week without Hopkins on the field. Uh, so I see why we have had some movement here. Yeah, and the other, the other idea that's interesting is the sense of urgency. And we keep bringing it up because we're at that point of the season. Don't you feel like the sense of urgency is on the Cardinals' side this week? They just, they're just they not even alone in first place anymore. The Rams have caught yeah. them. 
at the top of the division. The Colts now, we'll see what happens tonight. The Colts could could still have the thought of the AFC South in mind, but the Colts are in a really good spot. I mean, look at all the projections right now. I'm not saying the players think about this, but it's a natural thing to, to know where you are. I, like, these teams know. They they, they know, are, but, but they have, they're like we addressed it before. I don't think it's a real chance, but I'm sure the carrot is dangling for them to still win sure. the division. So well, I, if, I see motivation on both sides. But if the Titans win tonight, it's it's pretty unrealistic. If the Titans Fair. lose, it becomes I think almost equal motivation. Like the the Colts are like, oh, we can go win this division, and the Cardinals have a lot of, you know, a lot to play for here. I just like I don't like the way the Colts are, the the Cardinals are playing. I, I don't, and the Colts are playing yeah. better. The, the question I keep having with the Colts is, can they keep playing their way, or will the game get muddied on them? Right, like they have a way they win, and that is to run the football to control the game that way. I always wonder with teams that they're one dimensional. Can they win if the game goes the other way? If this is a low scoring game, the Colts can certainly win it. But if the Cardinal, if Kyler plays well, it's hard for you to imagine the Colts in the 30s with them. Uh, we'll tweet out our official circuit picks because the information is going to change. These lines are going to change. We don't even know what our lines are are yet. Right. Um, at Joe Ostrowski on Twitter, all of that out there over the weekend because we're not going to get them in today because we don't love the Thursday game and we'd rather have the information that's going to happen in the next 48 hours. I, This is Arizona or nothing for me. We'll see what the number is. You're basically picking the winner here. I assume that contests are going to give you Arizona minus one. Minus one, minus one and a half. That's where it's going to be. Teasers, do we feel good about teasing the Colts to seven or seven and a half? Higher, higher total. It's a high yeah. total. Like it, Arizona winning by three scores would not shock me. Game just gets away with from them. Where they're going to do? Keep running the ball with Taylor, and then becomes a Wentz game. Yeah, I, I could see getting away from them. We had a lot of success Monday and Tuesday with, with teasers for each game. We, we we hit both days on the show. I don't have the same conviction for this game on Saturday. For Total's actually, too either, high. yeah, I, I don't like this one. All right, so let's. So yeah. I'm I'm with you. I like Arizona. Um, in the game. I just think the game will be more of a high-scoring game this weekend. Browns at Packers. Seven and a half is where we're at right now on FanDuel. Packers are favored. We still don't have clarity on what's going on with Baker Mayfield and the Browns. It's funny, like, there's this, like, perception, like, you have a bad week with COVID in the NFL, and then you get your players back. But there's there's no hard and fast rule on when players come back versus when they go on the list versus when we lose them. I have no idea what the Browns will look like Saturday. And they just played on Monday with Nick Mullins at quarterback. Are they closer to full strength? Are they, you know, 70% of their players? I have no idea what's going on here. I could make a case for the Browns if they're at full strength, plus the seven and a half. I mean, I think that might be the right side if, if they're close to full strength if Baker's back, but I don't know right now. Two good young coaches in this matchup. You got Stefanski mm-hmm. going against LaFleur. Uh, this is one that I had circled for a long time, and part of the reason was was – Looking at the Christmas Day schedule when I was in alive in Circuit Survivor, it was one of they do a standalone week of the game tonight and the two games on Saturday. But just seeing this matchup early in the season, I thought this was going to be a premier matchup. I understand why they made this standalone Christmas Day afternoon. And then we, we're here and it's over a touchdown because the Browns have been so disappointing this season. Uh, everyone's betting the Packers. They're going to keep betting the Packers. They lost last week, so like I'm going to get my money back because I wa- I've won so much money betting the Packers every single week. So everybody's betting Green Bay sitting here at 7.5. I don't understand that. I would wait 
but maybe that's me hoping it's going to be Baker or Keenum out on the field. So maybe this line will, will drop a little bit. Packers 5-0, and last five is a home favorite, so they're covering at home too. Shoot, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're my number one team in the uh, the power ranks here. Here's what I do like. I do like a um, – I would I would tease the Packers down, probably as part of something else. It's not my favorite thing of the week, but if you're, if you're looking for something for, for Christmas, I think the Packers are going to win the game. It's a matter of do they cover the number. Uh, Browns are missing a lot of people on defense. A lot. The COVID list, just because it's a game later, they had the delay, doesn't mean it's all cleared up here. Right. I'm looking at it right now. It is still uh, Greg Newsom's on there. Jadavian Clowney. Uh, and yeah, you, you mentioned the quarterbacks there. Brent Alpitt. Yeah, it's there are a lot of players. And then we don't have official word on their defensive player of the year candidate as well, right? Garrett? No, I you look at Miles Garrett's dropped in the defensive player of the year odds. I'm not sure if that is a reflection of if he might not play in this game on Saturday, but he's dropped on FanDuel. He's third yeah. now behind uh behind TJ Watt and I'm I'm not Carson's. really interested in playing this game right now at this number. All right, let's let's throw out survivor thoughts, Joe, for this weekend. Yeah. Uh you're still alive in in some here. Interesting week. Some big numbers. Um I don't love the, the a lot of these lines. There's COVID issues out there, which really yeah. makes it hard. Like the Chargers, right? Chargers, nine and a half, ten point favorites in Houston against the Texans. That would feel like all right. That's a that's a shoe in. They're not going to lose that game with extra rest off of last week, off their loss. But now we don't know how many Chargers are out, and we don't know how bad it could get. So that might be one you stay away from, even though it should have been a free square. This is hard because I, I think you know a lot of people project forward. You said you did that, right? You looked at the schedule. You project forward. You try to save teams. Oh, that could be a good spot. It all could yeah. get blown up if you if you had it's, a team saved and now you can't use them. I feel like that Chargers game you mentioned, I feel like there are a lot of signals saying, hold up, hold up. You know, the, the yellow light is uh, blinking at you because right. you have – is Eckler the best playmaker? I'm talking after a quarterback. I think so. He's the best playmaker uh, compared to – Keen Allen's terrific, but Eckler's had a better season overall when he's out there. And then – your stud on defense, Joey Bosa, he's out. The one that everyone's overlooking, their starting center, Corey Lindsley, who's terrific, who's big awesome. Deal. That's a big deal. And he's on the list. He went on the 20th. So I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be available. So just Survivor overall, for those still alive or interested, we've got four double-digit spreads. Let's throw seven. Let's throw Seattle into the mix. Okay. Uh, we have seven touchdown or higher and and looking at mine with seven people alive i'm lucky enough to be one of them everybody's used dallas tampa bay kansas city let's include everyone using green bay one person in my pool has not used green bay that's the outlier so the real options are as you mentioned the chargers favored by 10 eagles favored by 10 seahawks six and a half are you worried about any of those three if you want to throw Atlanta, that's fine because they're going against the Lions and people like to take the Lions opponents. Uh, Philly, Chargers, Seahawks, Falcons. Are you worried about any of them losing outright? I couldn't feel good on the Falcons. I think they're terrible. I know. Okay. I, like like you said it two weeks ago, we, we, we have the audio. The Lions could win another game or two. Now, Jared Goff's on the COVID list, so that could make that, – that feels like a free square. Not that Goff's great, but he's certainly better than what we saw his backup was. Sure. Um, 
I also could not feel good about taking the Seahawks. I know how bad the Bears are. I watched that game on Monday like we all did. Could you feel good about the Seahawks? They scored 10 no. points. They stink. The Bears should have scored so many more points, and yes. I know they're bad, and that's on them. It's bad coaching. In the red zone, they were terrible. But for the Seahawks to cover the seven, the way that that offense is looking, the Bears' defense surprised a lot of people, a lot of people on Monday. And maybe that was their last big effort. They had back-to-back primetime spots. Packers, they balled out in the first half. They put up 30 for the game, and – their defense had a great performance when everybody, in, you know, me included, was saying Justin right. Jefferson's going to have like 200 yards against this cornerback who's never played football at this level before, and the man balled out. So, yeah, I, I'd, I'd worried about Seattle losing that game too. It's right. Chargers or Eagles? Chargers or Eagles? What's the scenario for your Eagles to lose? So here I got two two if there's there's two little worries, but they could become big worries. First, we talked about yeah. Sirianni's out. So the coach could be out for the game. We'll see if that impacts him in a big way. But Joe, the other thing is they're now up to three offensive linemen on the COVID list. Now two of the guys are backups, so it didn't resonate. Uh it was Andre Dillard, backup tackle, and LaRaven Clark, another backup tackle. Dickerson, the left guard, is out. But you you know how this works, right? When it when it's in a room, it, it could become a bigger thing. So I think mm-hmm. If you can wait to put your play in, just see the COVID list the next two days. If they lose one or two more linemen, it's a problem. Like then they're down to, to nothing, or they're down, they're very very thin there. So that would be my only worry. But it feels like the Giants will win. The Eagles will win this game big. They lost the Giants last time. It's their only clunker they've had basically in two months. You figure they're going to bounce back and beat can, Jake Fromm. Can you see any sort of a letdown? I mean, it was a letdown, I guess, on Washington with the slow start after their paws from football, but any chance of a letdown overlooking because of the opposing quarterback situation, anything like that? I can't see that. The only thing I can see is Tuesday to Sunday. It's a short week. Yeah. And they're not, and their head coach isn't there to help them prepare. He's virtual. So they're, they're preparing for the giants on a very short week. Giants played on Sunday. The, the other little thing, and I think it's little. So yesterday, I guess every NFL team has to put out an injury report on Wednesday, even in a weird week. Like the Eagles didn't practice yesterday. Yeah. They yeah. played Tuesday. Your game is Sunday, sure. Right. So they have to put out what they call an estimation, right? If we practice today, this is what we would have. They put Jalen Hurts as limited. Now, he played Tuesday. He looked good. But he was listed as limited for the pretend Wednesday practice. I don't know what that means. Does that mean he came in for treatment, so they just decided to put him as limited? I don't know. The guy had a high ankle sprain, played, played well, but now he's got to bounce back on a short week. So that – I would keep an eye on that. I'm not sure – I'm not sure he's 100%, and I think he's just going to gut through this the rest of the way. On Thursday morning, gun to head, you had to make a pick based on the information we have right now, Eagles or Chargers, assuming you have both? Eagles. Agree. That's because where I'm, I'm at worried right about, now. I'm worried about the Chargers stuff. Now, if the COVID list clears up, probably a different conversation, and it's a higher point spread than the current number of 10. Well, if the Chargers if the Chargers are healthy or close to healthy, that's that's easier, right? The Texans going to win back to back games? No, it's the Texans. Off their other wins this season, Jacksonville week one, then they lost at Cleveland by ten. Right. When they after they beat the Titans, they lost to the Jets. <laughs> yeah, you, fading the Texans after a win, fading. <laughs> Fade David Cully after a win is what you do. That's the Lions play. That's the that's the argument for Falcons. 
Yeah. But do you trust the Falcons? No. I no. I do not. <laughs> Lions could win that game. God I love betting on Detroit. I love yes. betting on Detroit. Dan Campbell. All right. Joe Ojo G will come back and we will look at the NBA slate for Christmas. We know you're going to bet on it. How will we? That's up next on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.